and welcome to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my wife and producer, Janet. And if you listen to that entire track, that is Johnny's Got a Girlfriend. That is our custom-made track for this radio show, and we have the honor today of having the musician, guitar player, recording artist that recorded that on our show today, and I'm super excited about it. He is, his name is Lee Pence, and he is a awesome musician, an even greater guitar player, and an even better friend, and I feel honored to know him. He's one of the wisest guys I know and one of my best friends. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you know, it's really amazing. Uh, let me just tell a little bit of a story about, about how that track happened. I can't remember if I contacted you or you contacted me, Lee, but um, about wanting a track, but it just went from there. And, you know, Lee was great and about asking me questions about what kind of genre of music I wanted it to be and what kind of theme I was looking for. And I will tell you, it just really fits the radio show, and I really, really appreciate it. And... Now when I hear that da na 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 I mean I honestly even though there's no words to that song we should maybe make some words but every time I hear that da na 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 I sing Johnny's got a girlfriend <laughs> so I guess that's the whole point of it right <laughs> that's, yeah it's identity and and I also like the fact too that um you know it, it is it relates to the radio show. When I hear it now, it relates to the radio show. So I really appreciate it. So tell us about some of the details of the track um, without getting super, super specific because you are such a awesome musician. Most of it goes over my head when you talk. But tell us about the guitar parts and, and the drums and all that. In the case of Johnny's Got a Girlfriend, uh, it would have been pretty easy to just play a lot of, I don't know, rock licks, if you will, over the top of it or have some fun with it, but it couldn't really be that way. The parts had to be distinct um, so that it's not cluttered, and it, and it delivers a musical theme, something that you can hum over and over again. Notice that the, uh, the, the, the cadence of da-da-da-da-da-da occurs three times at least before the end, and so typically when you hear a theme... Hopefully, when you hear a theme three times, it sticks with you. That was kind of the point. So Johnny's Got a Girlfriend is not very complicated to play, but it's layered. Uh, so, again, it's somewhat orchestrated, but it's it's meant to be a, a, a quick theme that will, you know, stick in your head. That's what it's supposed to do. Uh, ironically, in that particular case, the main guitar that you hear, that da-da-da-da-da-da, is the scratch track. It's pretty much the first thing I recorded against the rhythm section. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, we talk about everything healthcare on this show. We, we talk about everything healthcare on this show. And um, with that being said, tell us how, you know, you and know, I had some good discussions about music and, and guitar in, in, in um, general and how it relates to our health. Um, you shared a story with me, which we'll also put in the, in the show notes. Um, I can't remember the name of that story. Lee, what was the name of that story, the, the guitar, that story you um, shared with me about the guitar. Do you remember the name of the uh, the story, so people, our listeners and viewers, can know? Uh, yeah, no, it could have been the story about Les Paul and his health condition. I don't know. I, I I'm not completely sure. I can tell you that probably one of the biggest fears of any musician or somebody who's associated with the music industry, meaning a guitar builder, somebody who's a producer, somebody who's a writer, uh, somebody who's an engineer. One of the biggest fears is that their health will fail in a way that prevents them from playing or participating, uh, which suggests, and I think it's true, that 
music performance or music participation in the industry is a physical activity. There's really no way around it, particularly in uh, music performance. Uh, for instance, um, one of my guitar teachers, Howard Roberts, uh, who's no longer with us, uh, once told me that uh, there are 64 different muscles triggered in your left arm when you're playing a guitar. So, you, you know, by analogy, you can see just how physical it can be. Um, another uh, issue that comes to mind, of course, is somebody can point to possible exceptions and say, well, you know, you can look back in the 60s and 70s and you can find a lot of people who lived a decadent lifestyle and they're still with us. And I guess that's true. I mean, you could make the argument that we should be uh, start to, starting to worry of what kind of world we're going to leave behind for Keith Richards. But um, uh, I, I, think I, I, I love it. <laughs> what kind of world we're going to leave for Keith Richards, Keith yeah. Richards <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, worry about the world we'll leave behind for Keith Richards. Every time I see a picture of him, I hear the stones, I wonder just how long, <laughs> how long it's going to live and how long it's going to been alive. But, um, uh, it, it does go back to diet and exercise. You know, I think a lot of uh, musicians have tipped to uh, the fact that longevity is going to be tied directly to diet and exercise. The main case in point that I, I guess I relate to is an artist that you and I uh, saw a couple years ago, and that's Ringo Starr. I think this year he will be 80 years old, and when we saw him, he would have been pushing 78 pretty close to it. Um, I don't know how long ago, perhaps 20 years ago, maybe longer, he tipped to the idea that maybe diet, diet and exercise would, uh, you know, allow him to perform longer, perform better, and that's, he's been, from what I at least read, uh, he's, uh, you know, pretty adamant and pretty dedicated to this concept of diet and exercise. I know that when we saw him, he was, you know, he was performing like I would have expected Ringo to perform, you know, 30 years ago, but there he was. So, you know, again, you can see just how physical it can be. And when you protect your health through diet and exercise, then you're, you're going to be able to perform longer, perform better. Um, we, we talk about it a lot on this show, Lee, and I appreciate you giving your insight, just how important it is the way, you know, we can control our diet, we can control exercise, movement, um, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a lot, it just has to be something. And I think what, what you know, is, is getting more clear is that we don't have to decline in performance, whether it be, you know, in sports or whether it be in playing guitar. And a lot of the times the reason people do decline in performance is, is because they're not practicing anymore, they're not performing anymore. Um, you know, when you and I saw Paul McCartney um, last year in Phoenix, uh, you know, I don't know, you would know more than I would about how old he is, 77 or something. Um, that guy can still perform, and I'm sure it's partly how he takes care of himself for sure. And, yeah, there's always the outliers like Keith Richards and Ozzy Osbourne, and maybe the Mayo Clinic should do studies on those guys, <laughs> you know, because it is amazing <laughs> how they've treated their bodies and, and been able to uh, to uh, still perform. So, so, um, so. What what is your routine like now that you're you know that you're um you know you're a full time musician? What's your routine like as far as um, recording? Because you have a you have an awesome studio, by the way. So tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, my, yeah. My well, my routine uh, is first of all, uh, I have a, a daily routine outlined where I will 
practice, uh, literally, guitar. Uh, and when I say practice, I mean practice. Uh, you hear about musicians who will practice. And kind of sometimes, well, I guess I should say, sometimes that really boils down to them playing the same thing that they know it day after day. Uh, you know, but that's not really practicing and growing. Um, uh, there's a, a, a concept called deep practice, and that's when you really learn something new. Uh, the concept of deep practice is, by the way, in a book called The Talent Code, and it talks about the way that people actually learn. Anyway, I have an actual practice schedule that's pretty demanding. I'll, I have, oh, I have to, I'll go through chords for 30 minutes with a five-minute break, then I'll go through reading for another uh, 30 minutes with a five-minute break, and then I'll uh, pick a different parts of a song that uh, is pretty challenging for me, and then I'll pick a different style of a guitar player that I ordinarily wouldn't really wouldn't have much to do with, um, and I'll pra I have a, a system for practicing that particular style for 30 minutes, another five-minute break, and so on, and I have, you know, uh, about six 30-minute blocks uh, chained together um, with five-minute breaks in between intermittent. So there's that. There's also, then I have a recording time set out. I guess, uh, quite frankly, it's a schedule like any other schedule. It's not just um, uh, playing around at it. You know, it's it's working at something, but it's working at something that you love. Uh, I should say that there's really, uh, frankly, just picking up a guitar, playing a musical instrument, violin, banjo, mandolin, whatever it is that you really want to do, has an attribute that's not always necessarily geared toward progress, but it is geared toward health in as much as when you do that, it is a stress reliever. It's a reliever from anxiety. Uh, it improves your memory. It improves cognitive function. Um, I, I call my, my space there where I don't have to practice or I'm not recording or I'm not drilling down on a particular part, any of those things. Um, I call it Telecaster Zen. <laughs> That's when I get to play. A, a, I'm a, a tele, Fender Telecaster fan. I have a couple, and that's when I get to play a Telecaster and just kind of sit back and play what I want and then relax. Um. Hey, hey, awesome, Lee. Hey, uh, we are going getting close to a commercial break, so we're going to have to cut you off here pretty soon. But I right. want to let our guests and listeners know. I want to let them. I want to thank you for letting us be part of uh, part of your journey and and you know making a track for us. And I want you to tell our guests um, how to get a hold of you. If you want to know more about me, you can go to www.leepence.com all one word, L-E-E-P-E-N-C-E dot net, or visit Facebook, Guitarascape, and there I am, you can more about me. I love it, Lee. Thanks for being on our show, and we will talk to you later. You have reached the first segment of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discuss everything healthcare. Uh, we are going to go on a commercial break for a few minutes, and we'll be back shortly. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. 
You were listening to our custom track, uh, we, and you were just listening to the guitar player on our first segment of our show that talked about that custom track, Johnny's Got a Girlfriend. I love it. I love listening to it, and it reminds me of my radio show. So uh, on the second segment, if you missed on the first segment, that was Lee Pence. Uh, he's a, a professional guitar player, recording artist, and we will put in the show notes how to get a hold of him. Uh, so in the second segment, we have Heidi Meyer with us. And Simple Health with Heidi. Is that correct, Heidi? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about some things that she does. Uh, I'll just go ahead and, and, and let her introduce herself. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, I am an integrative nutrition health coach. And it's really easy to start off talking about what a health coach is by explaining what a health coach isn't. And I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nurse or a doctor. However, there are doctors, nurses, nutritionists, dietitians that are health coaches. Uh, But sometimes I get lumped in that category. But I'm just uh, an integrative nutrition health coach. And uh, a health coach is really um, an ally in your health and wellness journey. And um, there's a a program that I work with uh, clients. Uh, on their health and wellness journey, and I went to the largest nutrition school in the world called the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And so that's looking at health in a total body, um, not just you know weight loss, but other things in your like your health, your wellness, uh, mind, body, spirit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, other aspects. Just uh, in in addition to nutrition and uh, what you're eating, but other areas of your life that can affect how you're eating. So um, it's kind of all in, encompassing. And the biggest thing about integrative nutrition, and you're probably going to find this in functional medicine, is bio-individuality. So every person is unique, and our bodies are di- different. And so coming up with a wellness plan that's unique to each person and so what might work for you is not going to work for me because our bodies are different. So it's really um, a part of integrative nutrition is looking at uh, each individual client and what their health and wellness goals are. Well, and I, I appreciate you saying that. We've said that over and over on this radio show is that every diet is individual. And it's important to realize that um, because... It's all personal. It depends on your. It depends on your activity level. It depends on um, many other factors. So I appreciate you saying that because we can't just say one diet fits all. That's for sure. Yes, correct. correct. So tell me a little bit about your program. How does this program? What, what is this program you're talking about? Uh, well, it's a three month program, and I work with clients um, in my office here at uh, Body Benefits downtown in Moses Lake, and also I can work with clients remotely. And uh, I start out with a free discovery session. And I send my clients, it's a four-page intake form. So I'm looking at not just uh, your weight. I'm looking at what are you eating specifically? What did you eat as a child? How is the health of your parents? Um, If you're a woman, how is your cycle? Or when you had a cycle, Mm -hmm. how is your cycle? one of the biggest questions is, uh, what is your biggest health challenge and what are your goals? And so I kind of get a total picture of where each client is at. 
And from there, um, in that discovery session, we talk about um, putting together a program and um, making sure that it's a good fit for you. And then from there, the program is, like I said, three months, and we meet every two weeks. And it's every two weeks, you get 50 to 60 minutes with your health coach, with me, and which is a lot more time than you normally get when you go to see your doctor. And uh, so it starts with little changes. I don't go in and, and totally disrupt what you're doing, but I look at what you're doing and I try to make little changes. So each time that you would meet with me, we talk about what's going right, what's going wrong. And we kind of look at areas, little tweaks, little, little bits of homework that you can do. Maybe it's uh, adding more water, maybe adding vegetables. So I try to do little things at a time and uh, because they're going to be more able to incorporate that long term than rather just coming disrupting everything. Mm, right, right. Yeah. So that's what uh, we start out with is mostly looking at diet, what you're eating, what you're putting in your mouth, what are you feeding yourself with. And then later through the three months later, after we've made kind of some tweaks and people start feeling better, um, then we kind of go into what we call primary foods. And in integrative nutrition, primary foods are the things that actually fill you up inside. And that's going to be like relationships, physical activity, uh, spirituality, and um, career, social life. So we kind of delve into other areas because maybe if you are unhappy at your job, you are taking that out in the refrigerator, right? At night, you're absolutely numbing yourself up or eating ice cream. So um, we kind of look at other areas and other ways that a health coach can support you. And uh, I think the biggest thing that a health coach can do is think of it as your ally. Um, maybe you've gone to the doctor recently and you've been diagnosed with prediabetes. And a health coach, what a health coach can do is come in and help support what the doctor has prescribed. Maybe more activity, lifestyle changes. And um, when you have that support, you're much more likely to be successful in making those changes that you need to make. Absolutely. And I appreciate you mentioning you know, about, you know, you talk to them more than the doctor does. And it's nothing nothing to pick on doctors. It's just that a lot of times they have to deal with so many things, they don't have the time to discuss diet especially. Um, and in my experience, I'm not all not all doctors um, are really experienced in discussing different diets. So, um, you know, I think that it's great that you can, ha- you can be an adjunct to that and, and a team member in their healthcare because... The more support, like you say, the more support somebody has, the more compliant they're going to be with um, their their treatment for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, tell us about some of the, you know, is there some little mantras that you can give us? Little uh, tips like, <laughs> you know, stay away from processed food, you know, simple stuff. So, you know, that we can yeah. go into just a little bit that of the time that we have. Sure. Uh, you bet. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, about a health coach is um, – Sometimes you just need that accountability, right? Uh, it's easy to start somewhat, start a diet or a lifestyle change. And without that accountability, it's really easy to fail. And then you're, you're, you're putting yourself down and you're upset because you failed. And um, having that, just that simple accountability partner there to help you. And um, 
kind of look at failures not as a failure but an opportunity to like why did this fa- this why did this fail what changes can we make yeah absolutely and speaking of accountability i think that's so true i have a mountain bike racing coach in fact he was on our radio show jason jablonski a few weeks ago and i will tell you one of the things that it does for me is he works he looks at my workouts every monday and you know, it makes me want to do my workouts. <laughs> and it's not that he, you know, and he gets it that, you know, I, I live a regular life. I'm not a professional mountain bike racer, so I'm going to miss some things, you know, and, and yeah. I think that's one of the things a coach can do is just, you know, help motivate you and provide some accountability. Um, you know, if things aren't going right, also somebody to um, direct you and ask questions, right? Mm-hmm. Correct? So, right, yeah. yeah. The resources. Uh, uh, as a health coach, I have lots of resources. I've exposed to, uh, you know, over 100 dietary theories in my school. So if a client says, you know, I want to start uh, maybe eating paleo or something, I can help support them in that journey. And then sometimes that might not work for them and we shift gears and say and try something else. Is uh, there any particular diet that you would recommend other than the obvious, you know, don't eat, you know, <laughs> right. junk food or processed foods. Is there any other, you know, the typical popular diets, Mediterranean diet, keto diet, paleo diet, carnivore diet, any of those diets that you would typically n- not ever recommend? Um, I really don't uh, not recommend a diet. And I, I really um, look towards uh, just eating whole foods, yep. drinking lots of water, and like you said, getting rid of that processed junk yep. Um, really just looking at basically what you're putting in your mouth is uh, gets digested and goes into the bloodstream. It becomes a part of our body and it eventually comes out as your hair, your skin, your nails, also your emotions, your thoughts. So if you're eating a lot of crud, you're not going to be feeling really well and uh, it's going to also affect you know how clearly you're thinking. And so um, really just looking at, I try to keep it really simple. I really do. It's, it, and it can be so confusing out there, right? There's so many things like, is coffee bad? Is coffee good? <laughs> is one cup of coffee good? Is yeah. three cups of coffee bad? <laughs> right, 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 right. And so it's really tuning into your body and listening to your body. And um, if three cups of coffee is making you a little jittery or giving you an upset stomach, then I would say probably three cups is right. not so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's take it down to one or two. And there's the personal thing again. Um, I, I know speaking of coffee, there's some, my wife and I, we drink coffee almost every night. And it's caffeinated coffee. And, you know, we listen to a few different health podcasts and they just talk about how, yeah, people quit drinking your coffee at night past four o'clock because it'll keep you up and you're not sleeping good. It really honestly does not affect us. Right. right. But we, I listened to another podcast Saturday and it talked about how there's different metabolizers of the way people metabolize caffeine. And we might be one of those metabolizers that it doesn't really affect us as much as it could affect somebody else. So that's why it's got to be personal, like you say, right, you know, right. for sure. So, um, so is there, is there kind of a go-to diet that you start with at all? I mean, a whole foods diet. So that's, would you, would you kind of consider that whole, when I think of a whole foods diet, I kind of think of paleo diet and would you want to, mm-hmm. you want to, um, elaborate on that at all? Uh, basically, I look at what they're what they're eating, what they have been eating, what their lifestyle is. Like if they are traveling a lot, they're not going to be able to be home cooking dinner every night. So um, I look at uh, individually what they're doing, what their lifestyle is, and I really just do try to keep it really simple: uh, whole grains, um, whole fruits and vegetables, and um, 
personally for me, I, I like to lessen my toxic load. So I try to go uh, more organic, you know, grass-fed meats. Um, that's maybe not an option for everybody, um, but that's kind of what I steer towards is um, really just keeping it um, more clean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing that. So, as far as so diet, um, as far as exercise, is that part of the program too? Yeah, you, you abso- recommend exercise. So, yeah, absolutely. And I guess each individual would be different. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, just even uh, for somebody that's not active at all, just starting them on a walking program. I mean, the biggest thing is um, just moving your body and um, getting some movement in and. Eventually, when somebody just starts walking and they begin to feel better, I mean, you get those endorphins going and they start to say, well, you know, I kind of like that. Maybe they'll walk some more. Um, maybe they'll maybe join a program like jazzercise, yoga or something like that. Join a gym. But really, it's just starting uh, barely basic for some people. Um, some people are, are already really active. Um, but maybe they've hit like a diet plateau. So we kind of look at, you know, what's going on, um, what things can we change well I, I like the idea too that you know i think i like the idea of when you say movement because we, we talk about exercise a lot and i think sometimes exercise scares people if they haven't especially if they haven't exercised a lot but i think that's why it's important to have a personal a personal plan because you're right i mean that that exercise could just mean just starting with movement to start with, which means sure. walking around the block. Sure. It could be that simple or walk up the stairs two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be anything super, super strenuous to start with. And then, of course, you know, you, you should probably progress it, but that, that will yeah. always come later. But just getting up and moving, moving mm-hmm. is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Little changes can really make big, um, can really reap big benefits once you just start really uh, have, doing the changes and following through. And then you'll start noticing uh, the benefits and how you feel, how you look, um, really weight. That will work itself out. Yeah. It's really about, you know, just getting to feel better, look better, um, and like a complete lifestyle. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think the scale can be used as a tool to kind of guide our programs, but we definitely don't have to live and but die by the scale. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you just eat clean, I think that um, those and, and have good healthy habits, I think the scale will follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some clients um, really want, they want that measurement. They want that accountability every two weeks. Let's get on the scale. Uh, for other clients, not so much. Um, some clients like the, op- the opportunity to do a food journal and track everything, look everything really closely. Others, that's a little stressful, like, you know, having to remember to write that down. So, again, it just goes back to that bio-individuality, working with each client and uh, kind of figuring out what's going to work best yeah. for them. There's other ways to measure, too. I mean, the mirror is a good way to measure, you know, how our pants yeah. fit, how yeah. our clothes fit is a good way to measure. Um, I personally have... You know, I do weigh myself, but I've got to be careful because the scale for me can drive bad habits, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you're looking for a a number, if you're just looking for a number, I mean, I'm a... I'm a wrestler. I was a wrestler in high school, so sure. I know how I can get that number down. I mean, I can lose ten pounds in two days, easy. But I just starve myself and don't drink anything. But that doesn't mean that that's good for you. Yeah. So that's yeah. why you got to realize what the measurements, what's the end goal, you know. So, all right, we are wrapping up this second segment with Heidi Meyer. You're listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Uh, we will be back shortly. 
Hello and welcome back to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. We are in the final episode. We are here in the studio with Heidi Meyer. If you missed the second segment of our ep- of our uh, uh, show, so we are talking about her and her health coach, and we are going to be talking about some other things that she does. Um, right now, what I would not like to to say is that now you know there's been a lot of changes going on in our country all over. People are hunkered down. People are sheltered in place. Some people can't go out, and some businesses have been labeled as non-essential or they've had to really change their business model. I guess all businesses have really probably had to change their business model. Some of those businesses have been labeled non-essential. Some of them, like restaurants, have been, um, you know, had to really only do takeout, I guess. I don't know how else to say that. So I'm sure that's going to really, really hurt their business a little bit. Well, I really want to support those businesses as much as I can. I think we all should do that. So what I would like to do now is I would like to invite somebody to call in. So we need a caller. Um, be part of the show, 509-765-1470. The first caller that calls in is going to get a gift certificate to the restaurant of their choice for $50. So first caller we get will get a gift certificate. And the first one that messages on Facebook and with the message restaurant will also get a gift certificate. So um, let's engage some people. Let's support our local restaurants. In the meantime, we will keep uh, going with Heidi. Heidi, uh, tell us about some of the things you do, uh, yoga, correct? Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably about uh, five, six years ago, I used to really enjoy running. That was kind of my uh, stress reliever. And I uh, ended up uh, injuring my knee and having surgery. And the, the doctor told me running was basically out for me. So I was devastated, like, what am I going to do? And yoga kind of fell into my lap. And um, and from there, I enjoyed it so much that I went ahead and got certified as a registered yoga teacher. And um, it's something uh, that's been around for you know over five thousand years. And so it's obviously not going away. And it kind of became mainstream, probably like in the U.S., probably around the uh, late seventies, maybe early eighties. And uh, yoga comes from the Sanskrit word of yoke or to bring together and so in yoga um, first of all think of yoga a lot of people think well that's for really bendy people or you know uh, really limber people but yoga is for uh, anybody and for everybody it doesn't matter your age or your size Um, it's a wonderful tool for um, processing uh, things that are happening in your life getting physical so uh to yoke like i said yoga means to yoke so what you're doing is you're bringing movement in conjunction with breath work so you're controlling your breath as you move into yoga postures and um when you can do a process when you can breathe and and move you're able to kind of do get into almost like a meditative state and so it's also physical, but it's also emotional. And so yoga is really a great way when you think about all the stressors that you have throughout your day and um, how do you process those? Well, one opportunity or one outlet is yoga. And um, yoga has also, it's, been, it's great for blood pressure, immunity. Uh, like I said, when you're doing breath work, what are you doing? You're strengthening your lungs. Yep. So um, kind of turning on that parasympathetic rest and digest 
uh, after, at the end of your yoga session, you can go in Shavasana and rest. And um, so it can be very powerful. And a lot of people will try yoga one time and they say, well, it's not for me. But if you really stick to it, I'd say try it a couple of times. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think we, oh, Heidi, pause one minute. I think we have a caller on the line. Is that correct? We have a caller. You need to ask him his name, though, because he was having bad feedback. Oh, okay. So go ahead and turn my microphone down. Let's turn him up. Can you hear his caller? Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. All right. Welcome to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. So um, you are the winner of a $50 gift certificate. Great, great. What, what is your name? Judy. All right, Judy. Thank you for calling. Where are you calling from? Here in Moses. All right. So I am going to have my assistant uh, who is helping me get your phone number, and we will contact you and get that gift certificate to you, okay? Great. Thank you what, very much. So we can say on the air, what restaurant would you like us to, to support? Oh, man. Sorry um, hmm. to put you on the spot, but I just like to put their name out there. Oh, I guess, oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> uh, you don't have to say, Judy. We will get a hold of you, and we will get you that gift certificate. And just all the restaurants in town, just let you know we're thinking about you. Okay, Thanks. I'll, I'll go with Bistro. Uh, bistro, with bistro. all right. You go with Michael's Bistro. Uh, we, will, we will do that, and we'll get a hold of you so we can uh, give you that gift certificate. Thank you so much for calling in, Judy. Thank you. All right. Go ahead, go ahead, Heidi. Keep, keep yeah, going. Yeah, sure. Awesome. Uh, so yoga, um, and right now, what, what, we're all stuck at home. So uh, there's a lot of free yoga that you can find online. You can go to YouTube. Um, right now, I would, uh, you can encourage your kids. You know, you can find kid yoga. Um, but really, um, and awesome, especially right now, if you're stuck at home or the kids are on spring break, um, Maybe try a little yoga. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've tried a little bit of yoga, and I'm the kind of guy that, and I haven't had any professional instruction. I've, I've done some videos and stuff. I'm the kind of guy that um, when I work out, I want to get, you know, I want to be sweating. I want to get a really hard workout. I want my heart rate to be up. And, and educate me. I'm, I, don't, mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about yoga. So I've heard that it's true that, is it true that your heart rate should go down during yoga? Is that true? Well, there are different types of yoga. Oh, good. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you would do well with it, like a power type mm -hmm. yoga mm -hmm. um, where you get really sweaty, your heart rate's up, you're really getting a good workout along with the yoga positions. Uh, so there is that type of yoga, uh, so uh, like a core power yoga. And then there's more what we call like restorative yoga. That's like the really relaxing yoga. Again, where we're trying to turn on the parasympathetic nervous uh -huh. system, breathe deeply. Um, so there is different types of yoga. So uh, you could definitely find one to get, get that good heart rate up, get that right. good sweaty workout. Okay, mm -hmm. that, that's, that's really good to know. Now, yeah. what about hot yoga? Can you do any, any kind of yoga in a, in a hot studio? It's just uh, in a hot studio. Not all studios are hot. Correct. And some do both. Um, a hot studio um, kind of came with a Hathra. It's called a Hatha or Bikram style yoga. Kind of, He's the one that kind of brought that uh, into the mainstream. And um, that's a really great way to detox because you're going to sweat a lot in a hot yoga studio and uh, skin being your biggest organs. So you're going to sweat and detox. Uh, 
but some people are also really intimidated about getting hot and going into a hot room. So um, there's uh, other you know types of yoga that you can do that are room temperature or maybe just a little warmer, and still get either type of uh, you know the workout that you want or the relaxation that you want. Yeah, I've never. I, I can't imagine. I think how how hot are those hot yogas? One hundred four. Yeah, and, the, and high humidity. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I personally I've never done it, so I I really I really shouldn't sit here and say that you know I wouldn't do it, but um, I've never done it. But I I can't imagine wanting to work out in a condition <laughs> like that. But I will tell you, I have a lot of friends that have done it and they love it. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, when I think about it, it sounds like uh, working out in a sauna. <laughs> right. um, but I guess yeah. that might make you feel good too. So right. I, yeah. I haven't tried it. So I, it's something I should probably do. You get a little more flexibility with the heat. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So we got about three minutes before we start wrapping up, four minutes or so. So tell us a little bit about, um, there's, there's another modality that you have and it's called Reiki. Is that correct? That's correct. So tell us a little bit about that. Reiki is called, is spelled, how's it spelled? R-E-I-K-E. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. So uh, again, Reiki uh, start, goes back to the 1800s and Reiki is energy work. We're all energy. We're all made up of energy. And, um, if you kind of think it's a hands-on kind of an energy balancing modality, so, uh, we are kind of a touchless society now, right? We do everything by text message and everything. And we've kind of gotten away from the human touch and healing way in a safe healing way. And with Reiki um, uh, or any type of energy work, uh, like acupuncture or something like that, um, if you think about what we do when we have a headache, we put our hands on our head or we have a stomachache, we put our hands on our belly. So it's just human nature to want to touch ourselves to kind of relieve uh, discomfort. So as Reiki, a Reiki uh, practitioner is going to do hands-on and we, uh, the, the patient or client, excuse me, uh, is usually, usually laying on a massage table and we just kind of tune into their energy and find ways to kind of balance it. And Reiki is just universal life force energy that's nothing that's related to any type of religion. Um, and it's just a way of balancing energy, finding energy blocks and ways to remove those energy blocks, which could be from emotional trauma, physical trauma. Um, but again, just even the relaxation of light touch in a safe way, um, with maybe some candles or some essential oils can be very relaxing. So is it safe to say it's a form of massage because it is touch? Is that correct? Not massage, but just hands on specific areas. Mm-hmm. And um, because I'm a channel for the for the energy that uh, when I'm working on a client, uh, so my hands will actually heat up and um, we will kind of feel the the person will work, walk away either feeling something or maybe just having like a, real, a nap sometimes. Um, or they might have actually felt something kind of um, release, you know, maybe uh-huh. a physical release or an emotional release. Some people cry, uh-huh. you know, maybe had some kind of an emotional release. Um, so it's, uh, it's really a, a fun, exciting, different modality that I like to do with clients. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
So with this shelter in place order, it's definitely changed a lot of um, businesses like yourselves, as far as massage and things and, and things like that. Um, is there anything that you mentioned that you your health coaching can be done virtually? Yeah. So um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, so people can find me on my website. You know. Uh, www.simplehealthwithheidi and Heidi is H-E-I-D-I I'm also on Facebook and you can actually schedule that free discovery consultation with me and I will send you that four page intake form you would fill that out we would find a time that maybe we could speak remotely like through sometimes like Facebook Messenger Live um, is a good option or even just over the phone and we'll um, discuss and we'll go through that um, intake form and just kind of see what your health goals are what you're struggling with and uh, I can offer solutions or you know say this is a program a three-month program might work for you and um, go from there. Well, I think, and you, I, I appreciate your opinion on this. I think during these times, I, I think most of us will agree it's not true of everybody, but I think um, there's a lot of people that have a little bit extra time right now. And I think with that time, there would be a perfect opportunity to really dial your diet in, dial your exercise in, instead of sitting around and binge watching Netflix, right. which I'm guilty of. <laughs> um, you know, um, you know, use this opportunity, use this time as an opportunity to, to dial those specifics in. You want to elaborate on that at all? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Like you said, um, this is a really challenging time for a lot of people. Um, we're giving a lot, we're hearing a lot of things that are scary. And so um, just taking that time away, uh, focusing just on yourself and your health is um, is going to be really important in the long, in the long road, in the long way. So, um, having maybe an accountability partner that you can talk to um, might spur you on to make those changes you've always thought about or maybe even tried but failed and saying you know now is the time I start focusing on myself and my health because really your health is really all, all that you have that's it that's it and here's one of the things that this sounds selfish but the fact of the matter is if we don't take care of ourselves we can't take care of anybody. Right. That means we can't take care of our spouse. We can't take care of our kids. We have to focus on ourselves first. And if we and if we don't take care of our health, we you know health is wealth. Um, literally, right. if we don't take care of our health, we cannot work as hard. Period. I don't care if it's a physical job or not, because our health does um, affect our mental state, just like you were talking earlier. So I really appreciate um, you know all the comments you've had. So we got about one minute to wrap things up. What parting words do you have? And you already mentioned how to get a hold of a hold of you, but give us any parting words and just tell us again how we can get a hold of you. Uh, I get it's Simple Health with Heidi, and I, that's also my Facebook name and my website. And I would just say uh, again, just uh, try to breathe. We're we're all going to get through this. Um, our our grandfathers, our great grandfather, great grandparents, they've been through a, a lot worse and they've come out stronger and we're going to come out bigger and stronger. Absolutely. So um, just breathe, get outside. It's beautiful right now. And um, just take this time and really find ways to enjoy this quiet time because it's for a reason. So uh, and again, just get away from that Netflix and get outside and um, take this time with your family. 
I, I really appreciate your insight, um, Heidi, and I just I love I love your comments. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you. And um, you've been listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, another episode. And next week, uh, stay tuned because we will have Dr. T.D. Scott. She specializes in hormone balancing, and as you know, at Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy, that's what we specialize in. So we will be talking to her via video conference. And again, another episode. Listen to us every Monday, 1 to 2 p.m. Thank you for listening.